Hi, friends, and welcome to 365 God Podcast with your podcast pastor. This is Pastor C. This episode is entitled Build the Ark. I want to encourage you through this episode to keep building whatever it is that God has told you to do. So we're metaphorically talking about our dreams by way of Noah's Ark today. And so I want you, I just want to bring you into uh, just something that really blessed me. So I want to give credits to Minister in Training Kenyatta Moore. I listened to this young lady preach, and she went to a particular scripture, and she threw it out there, and I'm telling you, it nearly lifted me off of my seat. And that that scripture is um, Genesis 6 and 22, so I decided, I very hurriedly um, recorded it, wrote it down, and I said, I'm going to go back to that. And so I have gone back to it, and I want to share with you just a little bit and, and expand and expound upon that scripture um, it just really, 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 really captivated me when she read it. And so this is what she read. Genesis 6 and 22 reads, Thus did Noah, according to all that God commanded him, so did he. And so you're thinking probably, what in the world? I mean, okay, so Noah did what God wanted him to do. But I became so fascinated with the scripture when I heard it because it just reminded me of what I am supposed to do. Hence the um, title of this episode, which is Build the Ark. So um, I want to encourage you to build the ark. Keep doing whatever it is that God has told you to do. But my 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 encouragement is not just um, enough. Let's go let's go to the scripture. And if you don't mind, let's go to verse eight. Verse eight, as we travel up in the scripture, says, "But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord." I want to I want to talk about that as well and highlight that particular scripture because anything that we do it is by the grace of God that we do it. It is because God has graced us and given us an opportunity and the privilege of doing. Oftentimes I sit and I think about the wonderful things that God has allowed me to be a part of, the assignments that he's placed on my life, the opportunities that he has given me. But it is not because I have been any better than anybody else. It's not that I'm so great. It's not that I'm wonderful. It's not that my pedigree is better than someone else's or whatever, but it is because of his grace and his mercy. And so the first thing that I want to say to you is as you're going about your assignment, this thing that you've never done before, this thing that has never been done in your family or perhaps in your community, perhaps in your church or among your group of friends, when you're going about doing it, make sure that you understand that you have that opportunity only by the grace of God. And it goes on in chapter 6 of Genesis to, go, to say in verse 9, these are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations, and Noah walked with God. When you get that assignment, continue to walk with the Lord. Understand that we um when we give our lives over to God when we commit to him you know what that's when we're blessed by God to be able to share in the work with him it says that Noah beget three sons Shem Ham and Japheth and it goes on in the scripture and it gives us the reason why the the assignment is there now let me let me tell you something about the reason and the purpose they are not always synonymous and so uh, the, the 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 reason that I might go to surgery is because I may have a tumor, but the purpose of the surgery is for healing. 
And so we cannot always put our reason and our purpose together. And so make sure you understand the reason why God is sending you to a place. Oftentimes um, we get sidetracked from our assignments because we lose sight of what is the issue. What are we identifying here? What is it that the Lord has shown shown to us that needs to be done? So God will help us to, he he will share those things with us oftentimes. Verse 11 says, the earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. Well, we can definitely attest to that even now at the time of this recording. We can say that the earth is full of violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. When we allow our flesh to lead us and not our spirit, the, not to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us because our spirit needs to line up with the Holy Spirit. When, when we allow ourselves to be led through carnality, then this is what happens. The world goes astray. We, the people, go astray from God. The way to come back to God is to make sure that we are aligning with the Holy Spirit. Now, why am I talking about aligning ourselves with the Holy Spirit? Because the Holy Spirit is our teacher. The Holy Spirit will lead us. The Holy Spirit will guide us into all spiritual truths. The Holy Ghost will not let you go away from God's principles. The Holy Ghost will always lead you right where God wants you to be. And so oftentimes people forget about this third person in the Holy Trinity, and, you know, they call the Holy Spirit, and it, the Holy Spirit is the the person, the Holy Spirit is God. And God said unto Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. So he tells, he tells, he lets Noah in on the secret. Let me tell you about my God. Let me tell you about our God. God will not let things slip up on you. If you're walking the way that you ought to be walking and you're living a life with God, God will show you what's about to happen. God will not let you miss out on what's going on. I am so tickled at this point uh, as I think about that. I was sitting at the wrong gate. I, I, I Today I was flying and I was sitting at the wrong gate at, at the airport, and I checked the gate that I was sitting in, checked my, I checked my ticket. It looked like what was on the board and everything. But the Holy Spirit, I, you know, just kept making, letting me know something's not right here. And the Holy Spirit nudged me and said, you go to the counter. I went to the counter, and when I got to the counter, I said, my flight, I said, um, is it going to be here? And the lady, she says, where are you going? I told her where I was going, et cetera, et cetera. She says, they are about to close that flight. She says, okay, you have to go downstairs and you have to do this. Long story short, I had to run and get in. I was the last person to board the flight. I nearly missed my flight. But God did not allow me to miss it because I, 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 some, he just, the Holy Spirit just kept telling me something's not right here. And but when I got to the gate, the lady says, yeah, we had a little bit of change, and everybody didn't get the message. But, you know, the Holy Spirit will speak to you, and he will show you things, and he won't let us miss out. You know, I got on board that flight just in time. The door closed behind me. And when we keep doing what God wants us to do, when we start walking with the Lord, I don't care if you started walking with the Lord 20 years ago or 20 minutes ago, he'll, you, you'll get on board, and you'll be where God will have you to be. But we have to make sure that we're in tune with him. Here in verse 14, we start to see the instructional side of God. 
God begins to instruct Noah what he wants. When you're building your ark, your metaphoric ark, when you're building whatever it is that God has told you to do, whatever whatever that those dreams are, as you're going about and you're executing your dreams, as you're going about and you're building that company, or as you're going about and you are um, coming up with new ideas and, and, and completing projects, whatever it is that God has given you to do as a visionary um, or as as a leader or whatever it is, whatever it is that you're going about to do, just remember that God will always give you the instructions. Lean and depend on God. One of the things that um, Minister and Training Morris um, really expressed to us that sometimes we get a little bit um, she, uh, Minister Morris, Morrison was the other preacher that I listened to, um, and she she said something. She said sometimes we get a little bit used to God, and we you know we get too familiar with God, um, and and you know so we don't listen to instructions anymore. We don't we don't go to God because we feel like I got it, I got it. But God gives us instructions. Make sure that you have not written your own instructions. Watch this for God's plan. I'm going to repeat that one. Make sure that you have not written your own instructions for God's plan. Remember Jeremiah 29, 11? It says that God has a plan for us. So we don't need to expedite what we wrote, but we need to expedite what he said. And that goes back to Genesis 6 and 22, as I move around here, it says, Thus did Noah, according to all that God commanded him, so did he. So that's very important. Um, and we see in verses, we see in, in, in verses um, uh, 14 all the way down through 21, the instructions that God gives him. He gives him specific instructions. Now, what are these instructions? What he wants the ark to be made out of? He tells him who he wants on there. He tells him tells him what he wants on there. In our lives, let me caution you. Stop inviting people along for the journey that God didn't tell you to bring along. A lot of times we're bringing aside weight. We're so apt to, um, quoting the scripture, let us now lay aside every weight and the sin that doth easily beset us. And Roman patience erase that us. You know, we are so apt to laying aside weights, but why do we have to even bring unnecessary weight on? We know this now, so why are we bringing the unnecessary weights? It's wonderful that we can lay aside the weights and the sins, but I'm I'm going to encourage you, don't pack for the journey what God did not tell you to bring along. That's people, that's things, whatever it is, don't bring those things along. Stop inviting people in who God has not told you to bring along the way. God gives us instructions about what he wants, and we need to follow those instructions and do what God tells us to do. There's something called the construct of familiarity. I always stumble on that word. And the construct of familiarity, there we go again, that is when we have built that which we are most familiar with. Um, be careful that you don't reinvent the wheel in doing the new thing that God wants you to do. When we're doing the new thing that God wants us to do, it requires us to keep our ear to God's mouth. It requires a prayer life. It requires us getting in cadence with God 
and not with what we think should be. So we move to the beat of his drum and not the beat of our own drum. Um, But we get in tune with God, and whatever it is that God tells us to do, that's what we do. As God is using us to build our metaphoric arts for his glory, then we cannot use the material that we want to use. We cannot substitute material. If he says he wants gopher wood, then guess what kind of wood you need to have? Gopher wood. And let me tell you what I found out about God. God doesn't need me to cut corners. If God tells me I want you to have gopher wood to build this ark, God doesn't want me to go out there and get pine wood to build the ark just because that's what's available to me. That thing, that plan that God has given to you will require prayer, not just at the beginning, but it will require prayer all the way through. So that means that you have to depend and you have to rely upon him for uh, provisional purposes. So that means that you got to believe that God is going to provide for what he told you to do. So we don't cut corners. Mm-mm. We don't we don't reinvent the wheel and just say you know what I've been here and done this before so and and then we have we we reinvent the wheel because of the construct of familiarity and you know just because I'm familiar with this oh I'll use this and I'll supplement this this is what gets us the same old thing all over again but what does the word of God say the word of God says that God will do a new thing. So we're always wanting God to do something fresh. We're always wanting God to do something new. But let me tell you, God is going to use us to produce it. God is going to use us to produce it. Well, how is that going to happen? When we follow his commandments, when we follow his instructions, whatever it is that God tells us to do. I love the Old Testament for that reason because we see throughout the Old Testament that Men were giving were given instructions, and every time that man get, went against the instructions that were given by God, we saw calamity set in. But there's always a blessing in being obedient to God. There's a blessing in your obedience. There's a blessing in when you don't understand what's behind it you still know that there's a purpose for what God told you and there's a reason for what God told you. Ultimately, this purpose was to cleanse the earth. The reason was because the people had gotten in their flesh. They were operating in carnality. But God has a greater purpose that comes out of every circumstance or every situation. And you can't lose sight as you're building. You can't lose sight as you're following the directions of God, that God has a greater purpose. You can't lose sight that there is a greater purpose that is embedded in this. And if I just keep doing what God will have me to do and not get caught up in that construct of what's familiar to me, but if I just keep on, I'm going to see the unseen hand of God operate like never before. And then just think about it. I wonder what um, kind of rumors, what kind of things were said, because Noah was doing what had never been done before. It had never rained before. People were like, yeah, I'm sure they mocked him. I'm sure they laughed at him. But when the storm was over, mm -hmm, 
guess what? When everything settled, guess who had pleased God? And when we please God, it is to our very own pleasure. Why? Because it works out totally for our good. So why wouldn't we want to please God? I want to encourage you, whatever it is that God has told you to do, hold fast to that thing. Keep building your metaphoric arc. I don't know if it's to build a company, if you're starting a company. I don't know if you're a teacher in the classroom and you're building uh, young people by by helping to encourage them. I don't know what it is for you. I don't know what God has told you to do. But I do know if God told you to do it, then you do exactly what God has told you to do. This has been 365 God Podcast with your podcast pastor, Pastor C. I hope you'll tune in again. God bless.